they're doing dodgeball again in the Pro Bowl games. I'm getting more and more into this, man. It's time to play dodgeball. Billy Madison had to do it. I'm sorry. You know I love Adam Sandler, and you know that's a great scene. It actually is a great scene. Now you're all in big, big trouble. That would be like Tom Brady, right? Everybody's wondering what's his next move. He just shows up at the dodgeball game. They should have, like, pro quarterbacks against kids. So they don't have any quarterbacks in this <laughs> dodgeball game in it right now. That's what I want to see. Give like, me some damn... I mean, yes, the against kids would be hilarious, now. but they're you all just getting... Like, like just Roethlisberger, getting... like, you could get, like, the uh, retired players and Big Ben's out there. You got, like, sixth graders, against fourth ten graders. Olds. Yeah. You get an autograph when you take a hit. Yeah. Like, if you can dodge a wrench, them. you can dodge a ball. I have a nine-year-old. I love him. I would love some days, especially on Saturday mornings, to take a dodgeball and just, you know, politely just, like, you know, send a message to him. Politely, though, of course. <laughs> It'd be a lot nicer than what my parents used to do to me. What what you guys are missing here is what we need is the Peyton from SNL. Yes. Where he's yes. leading the children right. in some sort of football practice. Yes. And having him shred them in comical, non-Peyton, you know, it's the, right. the caricature. But that would be great. I, I want to see flag football this week, and I'm actually going to watch it. I don't know if you can wager on it. I assume you can wager on a couple of things. Yeah. But for to see him go out there and just whip a ball off of a kid in the back. Yeah. Nerf ball, of course. Of Do course. not try of this course. at all. I'm not trying to off children, but right. yeah. But that's what you want to see. Just teach him to be tougher. Yeah. That's all. That's yeah. it's you hysterical. Know. Do I need it? Yeah. No, I like this Boom. idea. See, that's, that's, we're already fixing the Pro Bowl, which is already all, uh, it's over. And oh, yeah, it's done. Now they just moved to, what, Maryland, Iowa. Wait, wait a second. So hold on. I have an issue with this, right? Yeah. This is a big game tonight. All right, I'm a I, I'm an Illinois State fan. My uh, my cousin Kristen Gillespie, by the way, took him to the tournament last year. Probably going back to the tournament this year. Shout out the Redbirds. But this is a huge game. Two nationally ranked teams, Maryland, Iowa, and they just start right in the middle of the first quarter, right yeah. in the middle of the game. That's why they were just watching like, a dodgeball. What's game. going they, on? They couldn't have thrown this on any other channel tonight. Maybe it was on ESPN two first. No, because we have ESPN two down there. Yeah, it was on no. ESPN News. The Ocho maybe. The, the Ocho. Yeah. The Ocho Cinco might have been there. Like, they could have replayed that, though, the the Pro Bowl stuff. Well, but anyway, football's king. We I was going to say, you know exactly the answer to that. Football is king, yeah. without question. Yeah, I so. saw Caitlin Clark shoot a basketball then. But I digress. But I digress. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. When we're looking at some of these, there's still, like, there are names on this list. I, when you look at NBA play, you know, NBA names right now, NBA trade deadline, yeah. rumors, we mentioned, like, look, I, I really don't hear any of the big names out there. The biggest on the list, OG Ananubi, Kyle Kuzma, who I know was going to stay in Washington, Fred Van Vliet, John Collins has been out there forever, Boyan Bogdanovich, but the Pistons have said they want to keep him, Emmanuel Quickly, none of these guys. That's like the top, those are the ones that are sort of looked at as the top could be available players. So that's what leads me to believe there's going to be some level of a surprise. Yeah at this trade deadline. And it may just be a team that gets an offer they weren't expecting, like three first-round picks for OG and Anobi. I mean, that's that's one right there. And it could be Fred Van Vliet and the Raptors getting a ton. The Raptors control a good majority of this. Their season's done. This is not a team that's competing for a title. I mean, they're sitting there right now, seven games under five hundred. Two spots. They're behind your Bulls. That's how bad they are. I know. The, the Raptors are behind your Bulls in the standings. So yeah. they control a good majority of everything that could happen. And the Toronto Raptors have the ability to shape the way the NBA playoffs and maybe even the NBA Finals look just by how much they're maybe willing to sell at the deadline. If they're willing to get 
five, six first-round picks for a bunch of the guys they've got on that roster right now that have value around the league. You could be giving Fred Van Vliet and OG Ananobi out to contenders, and all of a sudden, it's the Mavericks jumping up in the West. It's yep. the Clippers jumping up in the West. Or, I mean, they make a trade in the East. Who knows? Maybe the Nets pull something off with them. They have the ability to if contenders are willing to give up enough to really shape what could happen in the playoffs and in the finals. No, I completely agree, and that's why we keep talking about Toronto, because they're a talented team, even though if you look at the standings, it doesn't look like it. They're 23-30, and 30, like you said, and then the Bulls are 23-27, and 27, but both teams have so much talent. You have a guy like DeMar, a guy like Zach Levine, another guy that nobody's really talking about at the trade deadline. I don't know if it'd be a huge surprise. They just got him a couple of years ago, but Vucevic, who's actually having a pretty solid season, averaging mm-hmm. double-digit rebounds. Yep. He's playing a little bit better defensively. He's a double-double guy. I think he's a solid player on a contender. Um, and then with the Raptors, it could be Van Fleet. I don't think they would move Siakam, but I think that that would be a little bit of yeah. a surprise, and I think that that automatically makes any of those top teams a championship mm-hmm. contender. They just they thought he, when they... Um, when Kawhi left, they thought he was going to take over that Kawhi role, and he's a solid player. Like he could give you 21, 22 points per game, but he's not Kawhi. I mean, few guys. He's are not a one. top ten player. And that's, right. and that's he's not a one. That's the problem. And you see that one. so much in the NBA, right? Yeah. Where teams think that a guy's a one, and they're not. You pay like a one. It's similar to quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, we're paying quarterbacks like true franchise quarterback, but we've watered down the title of franchise quarterback and. NBA superstar. They both have been watered down because everybody's getting paid because teams are desperate to find that. You can't win in the NFL without a quarterback. And by quarterback, we mean Pro Bowl, real Pro Bowl, not this Pro Bowl we've got going on now, but legit like deserves to be a Pro Bowler. And in the NBA, it's a true game changer. Kawhi Leonard dragged that Raptors team to the finals. Now, once they got to the Eastern Conference Finals, Kyle Lowry started to step up a little bit. For the most part, though, it was Kawhi doing what Luka's doing right now for that team. How many players in the NBA can really do that? LeBron, I argue, can still do that. Lakers are a better team. I know they suck, but they're better when he's out there. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi's not there anymore because he doesn't play enough. No, not anymore, man. Uh, Giannis is there. Yes. Luka's obviously there. Jokic is there. Yes. Embiid, I would say, is there. But he does have Harden, so it does kind of change it a little bit. But I would put Embiid in in that category because he's been so good. Who am I missing? Really, nobody because Tatum has Brown. Yeah, right. Uh, Miami I don't think has Tatum's all those the guys. same. If he, if he's, if if Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic switch rosters, Tatum's not get the Raptors or the the Mavericks aren't in the same spot right now that they are with Luka. Oh, I completely agree. And Tatum's a great player, but yeah, Luka's I doing, love Tatum. See, and this is why I loved Luka coming into the league. A lot of people were like, I don't know what's going to translate. You watch some of this film, and he's playing against old guys, or he's not playing against pros. The league's better than it's ever been. But what was going to translate is. Like, his game. I mean, he's perfect for the NBA. Mm-hmm. The step-back threes. He could do it all. He could facilitate. He could rebound. He's so big, and I know everybody makes fun of his conditioning, but, like, that helps him. He could post guys up. Yep. He could beat you off the dribble. And he doesn't look uh, – I mean, there's times where you watch him and he looks out of shape, but when we get into playoff mode, he doesn't look out of shape out there, and he and he plays – like he's not yeah, only he's playing thirty two thirty. Why are he's we out there? To, I thought we weren't body shaming anymore. No, Isn't that what Twitter said we can't do? He's playing over thirty six minutes Leave every, the guy every alone. single night. His usage is through the roof. If you take him off that roster and they're not even a playoff team, and they were winning playoff series with them, they beat the Suns, who were the championship favorites going into the year last year, at least top three. Um, I agree, man. I agree. I completely agree, and that's why. If they were any better, he'd probably be the leading MVP candidate. But they're only the fifth seed. They're only two games above five hundred. That's the issue. And that that's the main issue this year because Jokic is averaging a triple-double, which if he's averaging a triple-double, if you swap out spots and the Nuggets are the five seed, Jokic isn't the MVP favorite right now, even though he's averaging a damn triple-double. And even though, like, 
all the advanced stats are telling you he's the best player in the league, and it's not even really all that close. But it's it's they're 35 and 16, so he's doing this on the best team in the West, where Luca's doing it on a 27 and 25 team who can't win a road game. They're only nine and 16 on the road, and they're actually trending in the wrong direction. Heading into the break, when everybody starts paying attention because football season's over, all eyeballs are on your product. You want to be playing your best basketball. They're four and six in their last ten, and the Nuggets are seven and three in their last ten. So they're playing even better these last two weeks, and they're healthy. I would be interested to see if voters take into consideration the parity in the NBA and how there are so many good teams that are all mixed together, if that makes sense. You know, we're like, you don't have to be a one or a two seed in the East or the West yeah. to really be considered for MVP. Because, I mean, you mentioned all these guys and Jokic, but the Nuggets could very easily fall off, which mm-hmm. will definitely take Jokic out of the running because he's one, two straight. But, I mean, you start looking here, and you, you, the, Luka is having, obviously, an MVP season. The Mavs are two games over five hundred. Right now, the Sixers have played, obviously, much better football. Or football, cheese, Much better in basketball. They're 33-17. and 17, Yeah. But... You know, they could, they're a three seed right now in the Eastern Conference. Even then, it's usually teams tend to have even better records unless it's a, you're averaging a triple double and you're Russell Westbrook. Majority of the time, that kind of takes some votes away if your team is not even higher in the standing. So, this may be a season where that's kind of, well, that's the NBA as a whole. So, I'm not going to put that in it. I'm not going to have as much weight on that as part of what I'm the, one of the reasons why you'd vote that way. Yeah. And the other thing I like, okay, so if you're looking at, um, you know, just the West and the East, we keep saying, well, if the Nuggets finish with the one seed, and Jokic is putting up these kind of numbers, and they don't fall off, he's going to win the MVP. But the West is down this year. The Nuggets are having a good year, but they're 35-16. and 16. Philadelphia, who just got hot, they're 8-10 and 10 in their last 10 games, they're 33-17. and 17. So they're only two games behind. I get, you know, you're looking at the East and West. Let's say Philadelphia finishes with a comparable record to Denver. Maybe they finish with 55 wins, mm-hmm. and Denver finishes with 57. Are you really going to make that case against Embiid? Um, because if you take Embiid out of, oh, I mean, you could say the same thing about Jokic. But, I mean, we're going to see what these numbers look like. And we have that head-to-head matchup. It was a Saturday. It was a standalone game. And, you know, Embiid hung 46 points on him. And Jokic had a couple bad turnovers at the end of the game. And Philadelphia won that game. So if they stay hot, if they continue to play like they're playing, like they're a tough team at home, 20-8, and eight, um, and they keep this up, I don't know. And they have comparable records. I think you could make the case for Embiid. Because I thought Embiid should have won it last year. You're good at campaigning for Embiid. You're really good at this. Like, you need to be just this PR guy. I was trying to think of, like, who else I'd make the case for in the East, you know, to kind of, like, compare it to the West and just if we're going, like, off record. And KD's missed too many games. Kyrie's definitely not winning it. Not a chance. I don't think they're going to give it to Giannis. Um, I don't think Jason Tatum is going to win the award, but who knows? Maybe maybe Tatum and you know, we talked with a couple people this week that said Tatum at eleven to one is the value play. Yeah. I just I don't know because that's a really good team. They're so damn deep. And right now they're thirty seven and fifteen. Second half of the season, maybe they rest some guys some more, you know, a little bit more. Jalen Brown's putting up nice numbers. They have the last year's defensive player of the year. They have a guy that could have won last year's defensive player of the year. But if he most didn't of get the hurt. time, MVPs do have other t- like yeah. great players with them. It's just because Jokic Jordan the Pippen. last two years had himself because mm-hmm. everybody else was hurt. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan had Pippen. So I don't know if the Jalen Brown aspect is as big of a deal because you also Embiid's going to have Harden. Yeah. So that's part of the conversation. It's really Luka by himself. If, if the Mavericks win more games, Luka's going to jump back up. Luka's going to get more votes. But you're right. I mean, if the Celtics finish with the best record in the NBA and Tatum averages 30 points a game and they have 63 wins this year. It's hard to make the case against it, It's right? hard to make a case against him. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, and you saw what happens to the Celtics when Tatum isn't 100% or he's not a superstar. I saw because I had $3,500 coming home. 
if Jalen Brown or anybody could have done anything other than Jason Tatum. He was well, he was hurt. We moved found out he was hurt. Yeah, you know the Suns had COVID and then he got hurt. There's a lot of a lot of factors you don't know until everything yeah. steps he in. He showed later. his value in the finals just by not being good. Yeah. That doesn't count. That's last year. Helped. It's not factored into decision. You know that. Yeah. I think he's gotten better. Oh, absolutely. He's way better. And he's so, really good defensively too. He's on a mission this season. See, and you know what? That should be taken into consideration. And a lot of times it's not. He's better on both ends of the floor. I think we just talked ourselves into Jason. Tatum. I might have to bet, <laughs> bet Jason Tatum at this point.